Hello, and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. It's that time of year again. Boom, 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 boom. That's right. It's a, it's a... <laughs> Was that the wait? Was that the theme song for the Max Fun Drive? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I think it needs some work. I think we're gonna have to workshop that. Um, Pretty good. Well, okay. It was just kind of on the spot. I just, That's good. You know, it, it made me thank you, thank you, made Taylor. Me feel like I just opened a treasure chest in a video game. And got That's like exactly a, what I wanted. Some shoes or something. You've opened this episode. You've <laughs> joined us on this adventure through the Max Fun Drive. There you go. Here we are. Uh, That's right. It's the it's the Maximum Fun yearly uh, drive where we come to you, our listeners, and say, well, first of all, thank you. Thanks. Thank, thank you, you for listening, uh, for being part of our community, for uh, supporting us all these years um, through Riley's youth and the end of her youth, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, the end of her youth. <laughs> the end of my youth. <laughs> I haven't reached the end of my youth yet, have I? How many apparently we all have yes taylor i'm sorry to tell you this (laughs) oh man (laughs) your your youth ends when you can no longer be a teen on a podcast (laughs) Uh, listen i only have a few more years before charlie's the teen on this podcast and i'm just out Mm. she's 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 coming coming for you you. i know she's gonna uh but that's that's right so you have helped us you have supported us you listen to us and we thank you for that and uh, we also want to ask if you are in a position this year where you'd like to join our community, become part of the Max Fund family, and help us make our shows uh, by supporting us with your donations. Um, this is the time to do it. This is the moment to do it. You can go to MaximumFund.org join if it's something you want to do, if it's something you can do, because uh, it helps us make more stuff and make it better and uh, improve the quality of our shows, of our audio equipment, uh, give us more time to donate or to, to designate for this specifically um, so that we can hopefully make the shows you love even better. Uh, and there are lots of different levels uh, at which you can donate. There are $5 a month. There's $10 a month. There's, there's all kinds of, and there are gifts associated with all that. So again, if, if you have thought about joining the Maxfun family, um, this is the time to do it because... It's exciting. <laughs> there, it's everybody's doing it. So like you're in on the trend and you get presents. So yeah, what's that's really that? the thing you get presents. Yeah. So maximumfund.org slash join. We'll tell you more about those presents later in the show, but we just want to want to start off by letting everyone know what time of year it is. <laughs> I like there's there's that again. I like that uh, for this very special Max Fun Drive episode, we continue to have this piece of gum here <laughs> on our recording That's still table. There. Yeah, can it's, you see that, Taylor? There's a piece of gum. Don't worry, it's chewed to my right. Yeah, it's a chewed piece of gum <laughs> from my loving husband, who he didn't want to chew in your ear while he was recording one of his podcasts and so he took it out of his mouth and just stuck it not under the desk <laughs> like, like a you polite human on top of the desk right next to me so i just i'm said no i'm gonna call you out a bit though because you pointed that out last week when we were recording <laughs> and clearly it is still there so no, no, is this just like a standoff what if you just gonna clean up the old crusty gum <laughs> What if hey, your listen. children are going to eat that if you don't do something about it? <laughs> That's true. 
Listen, Cooper loves it's, gumbles. It's 2021. <laughs> it's a pre-chewed gumble. <laughs> We've come a long way, baby. I do not have to clean up my husband's chewed gum. <laughs> it's one piece of gum. I ain't Donna Reed. He can pick up his own gum. I think the best part about it is this is his office space that I know he's in at least once a day. And I know it's been at least a week now where he has come in, sat at that chair you're sitting at right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. seen it, acknowledged its presence, Wait. and just left it. Are, are you sure he's not like taking in a couple chews and then putting it back? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's, it's, the, it's the piece of gum. It's his one. The one. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Did anyone else ever think it oh, sometimes looked a little tasty in like cartoons whenever they'd like have the like characters like scraping gum out from under the desks and they're all brightly colored and no. Like no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that's uh, oh. yeah. Like not in real life, but like I feel like there were lots of times in cartoons where they'd like someone's punishment in detention would be to scrape the desk like uh-huh. for gum. And they'd have all those little brightly colored pastel wads. Spit filled. Well, it was a cartoon, so I didn't know like its contents. It was just a little like colorful wad. Now, see, I, I maybe oh. maybe at some point that might have looked good to me, but I've had that actual job in a like a oh. restaurant with like kind of a cafeteria seating in it. Uh where just like once a week somebody Uh had to go around and just scrape underneath the tables and once you do that (laughs) you're different as a person forever Uh yeah (laughs) i felt the same about the bugs in lion king oh the bugs look good i thought they looked good yeah the bugs did look good okay thank you i've told this especially the game yeah in the game yeah Yeah. the bugs oh the game because then they made those popsicles that had Mm -hmm. them in it yeah yeah, I'm glad you all agree. I've told people this before, and they looked at me like it was a very weird thing to I can, say. I can get on board with the bugs, but right. not, the, not the ABC gum. That's yeah. fair. All right, Tay. Yes. <laughs> Let, please save us from this gum conversation. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, uh, so for this week, uh, I wanted to talk about the band Tegan and Sarah, uh, which are two, they're twin sisters. Um, they Tegan Rain Quinn and Sarah Kirsten Quinn. Uh, they're a little, a little bit older than us, Sid. They were born, like, I think 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they started making music together around, like, when they were 15. Um, they've had, like, nine studio albums. They've consistently been putting out albums since, like, uh, I think their first big album came out in, like, 1999. And they've put out an album every couple of years since then. Um, and I should mention, you're wearing a shirt, of oh, theirs d- right now is that correct oh, i did i didn't think i was getting dressed for the gym this morning and I, I i saw that up there i was like oh this fits well it's like uh it's their tour shirt from 2020 that they put out and then they printed it and then they just printed canceled all over <laughs> so it was, it was such a good object i was like i need that that's good. Oh, I, mean, I I enjoy that. Yeah, they, they have. What's well, a good shirt? Thank yeah. you. They have they have great merch. They like uh, they they've been on this like merch odyssey of putting out new shirt designs every month. Um, and then the newest one, I I, I kind of want because it's uh so this is a brief little uh, story. Uh, they uh, Sarah started a or I guess they they started doing like a uh Instagram live show called like mm-hmm. Where Does the mm-hmm. Good Grow? And it was Sarah's uh, adventure in like gardening. So they'd be out in Sarah's backyard and like talking about plants and stuff. Uh, But it was somewhat short lived. They started in quarantine. Somewhat short lived, though, because 
and I think this is the actual story of why they ended it. Uh, a bear showed up <laughs> in their backyard. And oh my so, gosh! What? So so you know that kind of put it put it into the show or put a pause, and then Sarah ended up moving, and then they just never got back into it. But so they made a shirt that has a bear on it that says, "Where does the good grow go?" <laughs> <laughs> That is great. I love this story. And I also love that, like, I I can I can totally understand that, like, the idea if a bear shows up in your backyard once, just like walking to the front <laughs> yard and hammering a for sale sign into the front yard and going, all right, well, that was nice at that place while it lasted. It's the bear's house now. <laughs> I've given this house over to nature. I'm leaving. There are bears in the backyard. I'm done here. That's exactly how a bear claims a house. It just shows up and you go, okay, fair. Fair bear. I would feel that way. You can't run from bears. No, you can't. You can't? No, that triggers their their predator response. Yeah. And they just chase you. Are they the ones you pet on the nose? No. It depends. What? Are no, there- is that a shark? <laughs> well, you don't pet the shark on no. the nose. I think they punch the shark. <laughs> yeah, I thought you pet it on the nose. <laughs> no. Like, they're there. No. Wait, you, nice. thought, you thought that if you're attacked by a shark, you should pet it? No, like, not if you're attacked. Like, if you see a shark and it's coming towards you and you're like, wait, I can't run away because then it just chases me and it's faster than I am. You reach out and you, like, pet it. No, you punch it. I, now, that is, like, it does cause some sort of, like, like I don't know, some sort of trauma to their brain that it will like stop a shark from attacking you if you if you hit it in the head but i love that that's the advice like okay so if you're being attacked by a shark punch it in the face (laughs) (laughs) if you're okay (laughs) (laughs) which is like i mean to be fair that's sort of like just i mean that's probably what i would instinctually do just like flail I'll probably uh, accidentally uh, punch it. So just no, so you violent. have to determine if the bear is striking an offensive or defensive pose. <laughs> okay, I, I know this seems complicated. <laughs> I don't want to. We can't have this conversation. No, know. there's it's too involved. But the right answer is move. Okay, <laughs> yes. Just leave your house. Sarah was correct. <laughs> Sarah got it. Move away and live somewhere where there isn't a bear in the backyard. And if there's a bear in that backyard, you move again. You move again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if there's a bear in the third backyard, then you have a problem. <laughs> you have a bear. <laughs> you have a bear now. It is your bear. What, what are you doing to attract so many bears? Have you thought about that? The bear following you. <laughs> <laughs> You're being stalked by the bear. Does anyone else see the bear? Is, are you oh, the only one that sees oh, the bear? Oh, there we go. Let's start asking a lot of questions about this bear. <laughs> Maybe the bear is just a big fan of your musical career in this case. Hey, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh. Well, Taylor, I was really glad that you brought this up because I realized, so you made a playlist for us and, and we listened to it. And I realized listening through it, how little of their catalog I was familiar with. Really? Um, there were like a handful of songs that I recognized uh, from probably like, from being popular back in the day and then some from i'm pretty sure mix cds that you made there were like some songs that came on and it instantly like evoked other songs and I, from other bands and i was like this is part of a mix cd yeah. that is why this is happening i'm having this weird sensation of like this song goes with these songs because it was part of a mix cd you made that makes sense uh, but i was really glad because i enjoyed it a lot and it wasn't i've realized music that i was as familiar with well, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this because I a lot of the music that I was super into 
back in high school, I shared with you. And to be completely honest, uh, while listening back in preparation for this episode, I realized how much I kept Tegan and Sarah to myself. I mean, largely because I was aware, like they're both, uh, they're both gay. They're both very out. And, and, Mm -hmm. and back then too, like, you know, when I was listening to their music in like the early 2000s, I was well aware it was, it was queer music. And I wasn't out myself or comfortable, like, putting that idea out there. So I kind of, like, kept it to myself because it's like, well, if I, if I, like, let people know I'm listening to all this Tegan and Sarah, they're going to know. They already knew, but they're going to know. <laughs> it's like the modern day, like, if you ask someone if they listen to Girl in Red, that really means, like, a deep, do you like gr- gr- girls? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, do you listen to Tegan and Sarah? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. that. I think that was it was like Adi DeFranco and Tegan and Sarah. And like Adi DeFranco was like, do you like girls? And are you, are you kind of mad? And then like Tegan and Sarah was like, do you like girls? And you're kind of sad. <laughs> that was me. That, see, and I think that was I. the Adi DeFranco was the language that I understood. Uh, yeah, it was like, right. oh, Sydney liked girls and was kind of mad. That, that, <laughs> that describes you. This, yes. Th- that should be my Twitter bio. <laughs> there it is. That, that is true about me. But yes, yes. facts. <laughs> Where does Jojo Sewell fall on that? Uh, on that? You uh, like girls and... You're pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you're okay? Yeah. yeah. And you're actually pretty stable. <laughs> and seem pretty well adjusted. And hopefully this is good news for the future uh, yeah. for the queer community. Yeah, you, you didn't have the hand in hand. Like, well, I mean, you, you're going to be messed up somehow if you're a child dealing with like homophobia, right? No, like there's a whole generation is like, no, rainbows, bows. Yay, I'm also gay. What is that? No, no depression, no anxiety. What? What? <laughs> That's funny. Um, Taylor, what do you think? Are there other things about Tegan and Sarah's music that connected you to it? I mean, other than like they were um, out queer artists, which was a big deal back then. I mean, not that it's not a big, you know what I mean? Like that was a much uh, more rare thing. Um, But there certainly were others, too. What do you think specifically about their music? connected with you so much i mean i think it's it's that has i think a bigger uh like repercussion in their music because knowing that like if it's i mean they have a lot of like love songs and heartbreak songs but knowing that it's from a queer perspective kind of made you feel like this is for me this mirrors my feelings and there are specific sort of feelings in there that i think are kind of exclusively a a queer experience you know like Mm -hmm. they have songs that are like like, like boyfriend, which is I off of. Uh, oh, what was that off of? I think that's off of "Love You to Death," maybe. Um, but anyway, it's a song about like, you know, you treat me like your boyfriend, but you trust me like a very best friend, and that confusion of like, what are we when you're friends with somebody of like, you know, the same gender identity? Like, is this just friendship? I have bad feelings that I'm, I'm, you know, like. Am I somehow being a bad friend to you because I have this crush that I can't say out loud because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a, it's a gay crush. Like that kind of a feeling, that kind of a longing and confusion is something that you really can only find from an artist that has your perspective. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it's interesting. A lot of the um, the songs that are more vague in the in the sense that they are about love, but you could put anybody in the you you know, mm-hmm. it could be it could be any gender. Um, 
if you know who the artists are, it informs that. And I think that all plays very much into like the way, especially in like not as much the early 2000s, but definitely this and this still lingered from the late 90s. Um, the reaction to like knowing an artist was not straight and was singing about, you know, possibly someone of the same gender was always very like exciting and sort of like a secret that you were in on and something you could share mm-hmm. and know about even though like everybody did know yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a secret it felt that way back then right you know well and that was always i don't know that's like the classic gen x reaction too to like hearing that somebody's gay on a show like oh <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <Hey>, did you hear <gasps> can you believe it <laughs> And, and I think that the the kind of music that they're, you know, in that context, like, because, you know, to go back, like, to the Ani DeFranco's, there was, a, like, a lot of, like, anger at, and, like, Riot Girl and, like, you know, kind of alternative music. This was sort of happy, like, like, or yearning pop music, you know, like, it's, it it's kind of like, it's like gay Taylor Swift sometimes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so so you didn't have to like i didn't really i wasn't angry about my identity i i was just sort of sad and confused and and these songs mirrored that love like it you know kind of mm-hmm. without the anger just just it was yeah. pop for me i i think that's very true i had not realized how much um of that sort of pop feeling there was to some of their music because like i had in my head they were like sort of indie folk music um, and when I was listening through and I, I started, I actually, I was listening to one of the songs and I was thinking like, this sort of reminds me of like eighties Madonna, whatever I was listening to. And like, I think they did, I was reading some interviews with them that they did draw influences from people like Madonna and Cindy Lauper and that kind of thing. And that is in their music. And that wasn't something because I just had this sort of vague cultural notion of where I thought they fit. I didn't realize how much of that music they made too, which is like really fun and nice to have that sort of balance. Mm-hmm. So you have that sort of like sadder, more soulful kind of music. And then you also have like fun and right. ho- like catchy and like with a good hook. Yeah. yeah. I had a, I, I didn't think I'd ever listened to Tegan and Sarah before. And then I, I got your playlist and just put it on shuffle as I was doing other stuff to start listening. And the first song that came on was Closer, um, which is from one of their more recent albums. Yeah. Cause that was like 2013, I think. That was hard throw, um, yeah. I had definitely heard that song before and then when I heard that song and realized I definitely heard it before and then I listened to the other songs from that album, I don't know what like part of my life I've come across this album or if it was in like a mm. movie or a TV show or something, but I it is very familiar to me and it is very reminiscent of like like kind of early mid 2000 teens pop but also like indie pop and mm-hmm. I it was like I remember it and I remember really liking it and I really enjoyed those songs. I enjoyed all of it, but that was surprising to me that that song came on. I definitely remembered hearing it. I feel like it's been in some teen movie I've, I've seen at some point, um, but it felt like it would fit very well in the kind of music I was listening to that was coming out at that time when I was a teen. I, I'm glad that you liked Heartthrob specifically because that's that's one of my favorite of their albums. Like, it, yeah, there it's it's funny how usually like with a with an older band, there's kind of the height of their career where everybody likes this mm-hmm. album, and then the newer stuff less so. But like, what a, like so jealous is probably my favorite album of theirs, which is one of their older albums, and then Heartthrob is probably my second favorite. I love mm-hmm. it. Like those songs are. That was like a time and a place for me too when that album came out and like the stuff I was going through, like, oh, like I was a fool and like all messed up. It's like those are just 
such good songs. Yeah. I like that. I have to say, I think I was partial to, I was trying to remember which album, um, because I know what songs I liked. Um, If I Was You. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I like the songs you shared off of that, especially um, Living Room. That was maybe my favorite. I liked You In A Way as well. Yeah. And I've heard, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was say it was it was hard on some of those albums. Like uh, uh, if I was you and so jealous, like trying to cut it down to four or five songs. I mean, you, you can see the list on so jealous. I just gave up. <laughs> I was like, no, these are all going on. These, these all have to be there. Um, I really like the newer stuff, too. Um, I found myself really connecting with the most recent album, mm. the one from 2019. Um, I, hey, I'm just like you. Y- you know, and, and here's a cool thing about that. Those are actually mainly songs that they wrote back when they were teenagers. Huh. And they really? Yeah, so they they released that album along with they they came out with a memoir about high school their high school years that is actually being made into a television show uh that Clea oh. Duvall is directing at least the first episode. It's like writing directing. But yeah, so I thought that was cool that it's their most recent album, but it's songs from like deep in their past. I that's also a great album. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a very cool idea, and the music felt very modern to me. Maybe lyrically, maybe going back and listening, I would I would hear that more there. But it felt very mm-hmm. now. I mean, it didn't feel like something from you know a decade or two ago. It was a solid quarantine album because yeah, that just came out in twenty nineteen, and that's I didn't I don't think I started listening to it till last year. I was like oh, because <laughs> it's a lot more like pared down. You know, it's not as yeah. like mm-hmm. produced. It's sort of singer songwritery. Um. I want to talk more about Tegan and Sarah and, and how much you love them, Tay. But before we do that, let's check the group message. So once again, uh, we want to talk to you about the Max Fun Drive because we're really excited. We love this time of year. We love it because we get to uh, talk about the Maximum Fun family of shows and how much it means to us and how important it is and how much... It has meant to us as creators to be a part of this community, uh, to be able to not just have people who listen to our shows, but um, help support us and help us do the things we do. Um, Because that's really, that's you, the listener. You are the one who makes all of this possible. Uh, I have talked many times before about how because of uh, being part of Maximum Fun, because of you, uh, I have been able to devote more of my time to making these shows, to researching for the shows I do, to creating the shows I do, to uh, making them sound better uh, so that hopefully you will, in, you will enjoy that, you know, to make more of them and, and make them better. Um, and to also do other things with the, with the time that it's given me, like um, provide free medical care. So, uh, you know, my life personally, I can attest, has been changed by you. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully what has come from that is better stuff for us to make for you and i think you all have had sort of similar experiences from being a part of the maximum fun network yeah i mean i because of all of you because of max fun i'm a full-time college student but i also can spend time working on our shows i can spend time focusing on school i don't have to worry about how i'm gonna be able to go to law school in the future that's a decision i've been able to make and decide I want to pursue a career in law and know I can go to law school because of you all. And that's something that I don't think I would have been able to do or felt like I could do um, without that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and as, as I've 
outside of this made my career in the restaurant industry, this past year has been particularly devastating. So I'm incredibly thankful for the donors to MaxFun. It's kept me afloat in a year that would have been, I don't, unmanageable outside of that. So, mm. and, and, you know, also like helps me be able to actually make art, you know, outside of this. So that's, that's life changing. Yeah, we, we can't thank you enough. If you are already a member of our community, if you're already uh, supporting our shows, thank you. Um, if you are thinking, you know, this is something that, that I really enjoy and I get a lot out of and I'd like uh, to help support, to help make um, and continue to keep all of our shows going and make them better and, and more of them and all those things, uh, this is the time to do it. Because during the Max Fun Drive, uh, you can, you know, be part of the excitement of, you know, everybody doing this together. But at the same time, we give you presents. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are lots of different levels at which you can donate, you know, depending on what, what you're able to do right now. And there are gifts associated with each one. So, Riley, do you want to yeah. start telling us about some of those gifts? So, at the $5 per month or more level, you get access to all the bonus content, including some brand new stuff for this year. So, that doesn't just mean our bonus episode from this year, which was great. Charlie was in it. Mm-hmm. It was, she roasted all of us. It was wonderful. <laughs> she did. She um, roasted all of us and then filled us in on very what, hard. The, what the kids like. Yes. She made it very clear she is coming for my position on this show. Mm-hmm. But you can hear all that. And not just that, you can hear our bonus episodes from every year before, as well as bonus content from every other show on the Max Fun Network from every year. So, so many hours of content, so many special episodes that are just for you all that donate $5 a month or more. And then at $10 a month or more, which is my personal favorite, you get a Max Fun show pin of your choice. And that is always something exciting every year to see what everyone's show pins look like. They're different every year. Ours this year is a little cassette player with little headphones got a little sb on the cassette that's playing because like you're listening to still buffering you know um it's a a very cute pen and all of them are great designs megan lynn caught as always designs uh, all these enamel pens and um you're gonna have trouble choosing just one yeah so pick one for whatever show you want ten dollars a month or more there's there's other stuff beyond this as well Um, yeah at twenty dollars a month you get a a tea kit uh atomic pixies designed an art nouveau inspired uh tea tin um there's a a rocket insulated cup that you get at the 35 dollar a month level and at all these levels you get all the gifts from the previous levels too um and there are higher higher levels too if that's something you're in a position to do um and when you do donate uh there's a place for you to you know, go ahead and click which shows you listen to on the network. And the reason we do that is um, because we get some of the money you donate. So it's not, it definitely goes to our network, to our family, to help, uh, you know, do all the business of of having a podcast network. But the majority of the money you donate is going to the shows you listen to, to the creators Mm -hmm that make these shows that you enjoy. So if you are listening to Still Buffering, if you like Still Buffering, go ahead and click Still Buffering too because then we get a portion of that monthly donation to continue to do the stuff we do and hopefully do more of it and better and all those things Mm -hmm. um, so that you keep enjoying it. So so make sure and do that uh, when you donate, um, please, because that that helps us out. Um, So, again, uh, we would really appreciate, if you can, this is the time go to maximumfund.org slash join and sign up today for a monthly donation, get your presents, get your bonus content and uh, make sure and click still buffering as one of your shows. Do it right now while you're thinking about it. Yeah. 
It's fresh in your brain. Maximumfun.org forward slash join. All right, Taylor. Yes. Have you ever been to a Tegan and Sarah show? I uh, I have not actually. I I wondered about that. I feel like I when shows came around to this area, I don't remember them being here. No. I, well, and I mean, you know, like uh, like I, as I mentioned, I think that it was it was sort of a a, a, a gay secret for me for so long that I think <laughs> it would have been you know I would have been uh I would have as much as I would have wanted to see them. I think I. I, I wouldn't have pursued that uh, had they even come local, but uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe after the quarantine, uh, they are still touring. They've been touring actively this whole time, not during the quarantine, but since their inception. Right. I think that that's really amazing um, that they've been able to do that and create together and tour together for this long, because you know sometimes working with your siblings can be <laughs> oof. <laughs> Hey. Wow. Hey now. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. We're, we're gay siblings that produce art. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically, basically we're basically Tegan, Tegan and Sarah. Is it? Uh, uh, and I mean, I know. And sometimes y'all are a lot. Is all I'm saying. Wow. So. Okay. <laughs> well, get some tips from Tegan and Sarah on the longevity thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna put out nine studio albums. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we're doing our best what one fun fact that I, I i enjoy is that uh when they first started they originally called their band plunk and then they decided to just release under their own names uh but they plunk plunk, plunk. like which i wonder so they mentioned green day as one of their influences as well and green day had kerplunk so i don't know maybe there's a thought there oh. but uh. but then when they decided to go by their own names they started out as sarah and tegan but they mm-hmm. decided to switch it because too many people thought that they were one person because they're twins. So they look alike and they thought they were one person named Sarah Antigan. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Tegan and Sarah. That flows it better, too. Yeah. I can see that. Um, and I, and it's, it's a good name. It's memorable. It's good. Mm-hmm. I approve. Um, I also like their... Part of my awareness of them was their advocacy. Yes, uh, they are very uh, outspoken, supportive, both both for like causes in the LGBTQ community and also outside of that. Like they're they're very much uh, activists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought that was very cool. They're involved in it. They have like a foundation, and they're they're involved in a lot of projects for fundraising for that. And um, they were uh, very involved in um, the marriage equality. Oh, that's awesome. Movement, yeah. Yeah, which is very cool. Um, both both here and in Canada, I think. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah they are Canadian. <laughs> oh, they're Canadian? Yes. Yeah. Well, that explains why they're so great. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff that comes out of Canada. I mean, Schitt's Creek. Yeah. The Levees. Degrassi. Keegan and Sarah. Radio Free Roscoe. There you go. A lot of good, good <laughs> kind content. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon's Den. Not familiar with that one. It's just Canadian Shark Tank. Oh, well, I don't, all right. <laughs> Listen, Shark Tank is American Dragon's Den. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Which actually, I think Dragon's Den Canada is was originally British Dragon's Den. So actually, never mind. They the UK gets credit for that one. Okay. I think originally. But moving on back to Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> Away from away from TV shows that celebrate <laughs> capitalism, please. <laughs> yeah. um, well, 
uh, Taylor, I, I really, it was, um, it's weird. I wonder if that was why we've talked about before on the show that a lot of the stuff that was cool that I was ever into is it came from you. <laughs> so it makes sense as to why, like, this wasn't uh, it, something that I was as familiar with. And it feels like it should have been. Like, as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, Teen Sydney would have loved this. Why mm-hmm. wasn't she listening to it? I, you know, it was it was hard for me to grapple with how how much like I hid how how much of my feelings I hid in Tegan and Sarah's music as a young person. Like that was my place to go when I had nobody that I could talk to about how I felt, you know, crushes on in like on girls. Like I, I didn't have anybody I could talk to. And I, it was like a horrible secret that I couldn't share. But I had Tegan and Sarah's music to listen to. And like, I listened back to these songs. And it's such like a time and a place for me, like, an exact moment of like, nobody else can know. But I have this sad song that I can listen to on repeat, and kind of feel my feelings. And like, that was that was kind of their music was the place that I went to. So I think it was sort of sacred to me, but it definitely was a secret. <laughs> That's really interesting. I don't know that, I mean, Riley, would you say that there's music like that now for you that you have had? Or is it just that kind of idea of music is thankfully becoming less necessary? You know what I mean? Like to have like a secret like that. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's become less necessary. I mean, I I mean, yes, uh, I guess coming to terms with like or understanding your own sexuality, I, I think is still hard for anyone, no matter when or sure, how sure. how progressive accepting society gets. I've I've still felt that before, even though I, you know, wasn't I didn't feel a need because of society when I was feeling those things to like keep that a secret. But I guess when it comes to music, like there are more openly queer artists there are more Mm -hmm. openly out people that are making music and telling their stories through tv shows and and art and music and all those things um that sure if you listen to them i mean it is kind of a meme a joke online that like oh you listen to girl in red you must be a girl that likes girls like that kind of thing like there are bands that's like oh okay is that a band yes girl in red (laughs) great great music but it is like a, a funny thing online to ask oh if you want to ask if someone likes girls, you ask if they listen to Girl or, in Red. It's not Lady in Red, no. the song. No. Okay. no. Uh, <laughs> or, or you could also uh, ask about Haley Kiyoko, which I think is very much the same. Yes. I, nothing makes me happier and hopeful for the queer future than Haley Kiyoko's music videos, where she's just like, I'm hot. Here's a bunch of hot ladies that want me. This song is about how hot I am and all the hot ladies that want me. She has songs about her coping with, you know, being like a, a young gay artist. But like, also, just like it's like those, you know, hot like music videos, like pop songs from our youth. It just happens to be gay, and I love it. <laughs> and Haley Kyoko, this took me the longest time to figure out, but she was in a Disney movie that I was in love with growing up called Lemonade Mouth, and her character was great, and it had, she had one of the best songs in the whole show. And her character in that movie, I remember watching when I was a young teen, thinking like, I think this character might be <laughs> but of course they didn't say that and then later obviously Haley Kyoko was like yeah I was gay that character also that was me I'm gay and like it's just she was one of those people that I I watched growing up I was like there is some there is something I understand about you and about your character and now I, am, I know why but Tegan and Sarah's music to me is very similar in the sense that like even if the 
the vibes or like the aesthetic is different in terms of like some of the the albums or the overall like feel not super different but uh, slightly like the feeling that you get listening to someone who is letting you in on that part of themselves and Mm -hmm. encouraging you to like I want people like me to listen to this and understand what I'm feeling and here's a place for you to relate with your feelings but also people who don't get this listen to my music and understand how other people feel if you don't get it like that whole vibe of someone who is queer or whatever making something and letting you relate to it I think that is always very universal in people who are making music like Tegan and Sarah Haley Kyoko Girl in Red whatever and I I really appreciate that I really enjoy that because I didn't know they were gay listening to this when I first mm-hmm. started and then listening to their music. I was like, this is I, okay. <laughs> and then of course looked up, looked them up. I was like, yeah, that makes well, sense. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's cause I think so much of like the music that I was outwardly into was all like, you know, a lot of punk, like a lot of harder stuff. And that's kind of that armor that I think, well, again, I, I don't think, I hope there's a future where the, the, the gay youth doesn't feel the need to build up, an armor to protect themselves of the world, but I certainly did. And then, you know, that was like the outward projection, like, uh, punk rock, like hardcore, like don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. And then inside it's like, Oh, I'm just going to curl up inside my armor and listen to some Tegan and Sarah and cry. It's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's, uh, but it's nice too, because there are a lot of songs that like it, it, I think it's nice to see things crossing over that it's like, Hey, these are, we are open about who we are. These are, we are queer artists. These are songs about queer relationships, but like they're so universally applicable. It's nice to like put that out there since for so long pop music was so heteronormative and it was like, well, you can have it too, I guess, if you want to, if you're gay, but like, it's not, you know, it's our ground. And if it happens to be sort of nebulous as to what gender I'm singing about or like, you know, what my sexuality is like, that's nice for you. (laughs) It's nice to like, reclaim that and like well these are i mean because the songs are about love and breakup that are applicable to everyone they're definitely written from that perspective but like you don't have to be gay to like them right (laughs) you can be straight and totally be into them well i mean that makes me think one of their it is not one of their original songs but they sang some verses on a beach bunny song called cloud nine and this Mm -hmm. is a pretty recent release um and uh the the beach bunny verse is like it's a girl singing and she's singing like the chorus is like when he loves me like you know I feel good basically uh, but then when the Tegan and Sarah verses start the first one they sing is when she loves me so it's a woman singing to a woman and then the last verse they sing is actually when they love me and now at first mm. I thought oh it's just because you know the first verse is about a guy the second verse is about a girl they're just singing it together as singing to their prospective love interest but they have since clarified like no that is the singular they so they made a verse in a song or uh, for non-binary people, yeah. which Aww. I don't know, like it, it's silly to like, it's one verse in one song. It's, it's nice, but you know, it's easily can be misconstrued. But the thought of like, it's not just, this is a song written for me. It's that this is a song that is singing lovingly and admiringly about a non-binary person. And that's the kind of representation that I didn't even know I needed, but you know, you because you just don't think like you're you're coming out, and in a way, there's so much concern about like, uh, this is definitely me, but this is going to make it even harder for someone to love me. And having that, you know, hearing yourself be the subject of a love song is it's really powerful. Yeah, 
Well, I'm sure it is. I think that's so important to do. I mean, that stuff, I mean, it does matter. One verse in one song does make a difference because it's, it's acknowledging, you know, the validity of you and who you are and your, your experience in life. And, mm. and, and that song and that verse specifically have blown up on TikTok big time. Oh, have they? <laughs> Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. No. It's not just I didn't me, realize, all right. I didn't realize it was the same song until I was going through this playlist and that one came up. I was like, wait a minute. This is one of those songs. I know 60 seconds of it because it's on TikTok. And I, I think it's so impressive, the versatility of Tegan and Sarah, that all these songs we've talked about and all the meaning behind some of these songs and how emotional and how much you can get in touch with them and how deep they are. And then at the same time, they did Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's just great. I, I I should have put that on the playlist because I did think about that. But I also was like, I hope that Charlie and Cooper listen to this song because this sounds right up their alley. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, we have we have sung "Everything's Awesome" in this house many many times. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> just because I couldn't stop thinking about it, I had to figure out where did I hear closer in media, and it was in a few TV shows, like in the background and stuff that I've seen. Um, which makes sense. But then I thought, no, I've definitely heard it more than just in the background. And I am sad to report it was in an episode of Glee and it was covered by the New Direction <laughs> Glee. Oh, no. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> but in the later years when they weren't as good. Mm. So um, that is sad that that is the exposure I remember having to this song. <laughs> and obviously the original is certainly better. <laughs> but just in case anyone else is curious, that's where that <laughs> I heard it. That makes sense. I think, I, think it, I think it was a radio hit too, though. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, yeah I, I knew i had heard it but then when i realized that they had done it on glee i was like well now i do remember now, unfortunately i do remember this well and it's i mean that's true because there, there were definitely especially back when these songs would have been popular like some of the older songs originally they would have been radio hits and also i guarantee you i know some of these songs from like teen shows i was watching mm-hmm. i guarantee i was hearing it there and just didn't realize yep. like uh, that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I don't know. <laughs> and I'd sneak one on a mix and be like, oh, ho, ho, we're going to play this loudly in your car and no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Tay, I definitely knew, but. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no one was fooled, but we all just were pretending. <laughs> I, I thought I was pulling off a great con. <laughs> I love you, Tay. <laughs> I love you too. You weren't, but that was okay. okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's actually more um, comforting, right? Like when someone's like, "Oh, I kind of knew all along." It's like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> we well, all knew. I don't know why that. I guess makes I got a feign surprise. Yeah, I could have been like, "What? <laughs> no, you." uh well i just i want to thank you for for bringing up tegan and sarah and sharing especially knowing now how much they mean to you meant to you mean to you still um as part of you know you figuring out who you were and finding yourself and coming you know coming to terms with your truth like thank you very much for yeah you know sharing all that with us thank you both for listening it was great music, but it makes it even better to know all that about, you know, what they mean to you oh, yeah. what they meant to you. Well, thank you. And now, it's, you do, now look at that. Now you've shared it with everyone. Yeah. Everyone. There you go. 
you want you want to work through some some gay yearning or you need some some happy happy gay pop songs like they got they got whatever you need i would say that's true it's a wide variety um it's not because it really i expected like my memory was like didn't they do like sort of like low tempo like kind of mushy Mm -hmm. music and i mean the yes but no not just that it's so much more than that so that and maybe that's something to say, like not getting so po- so giant that you get cemented into one sound. But I do think that, like listening back to all their albums piled up on each other, I'm like wow, they changed their sound a lot and they pull it off well. Like they are very mm-hmm. dancey albums, they are very folk albums, they are very poppy albums. It's really like they they have a good array. Mm-hmm. That's talent too. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, before we before we close out with a uh, one more discussion of the max fun drive what um are we gonna do next week well i'm very excited because i don't know about well i do know about you two actually but i don't know about the rest of you all listening at home but the circle is back this year yes and it's been on for the past few weeks i've been caught up the day it comes out i've been to them all i'm very into it and the season finale comes out this week that we're recording this so i want to talk about the circle again next week we've talked about it before but there's new season new twists new turns New characters, new catfish. There's my, there's right. my pitch. We're gonna talk about the circle next week. Members of InSync, so, maybe. Yeah, or maybe. maybe. So if you, if you're gonna listen next week, we are gonna spo- spoil the circle. Yeah, because by then we'll know everything. Yeah. So you know, watch it all. You should just watch it because it's good, but yeah. also because you know yeah. we're gonna talk about. It's it. also yeah, not a lot great. of it. Those are what like no eight episodes, ten yeah. total maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So check it out. Uh, well, thank you both and thank you listeners, especially all of our listeners out there. Well, thank you all anyway, but especially if you are a member of the Max Fund family, if you're part of our community and you donate some of your hard earned dollars so that we can keep doing everything that we love doing for you. I mean, cause that's the other part of it. We really love being able to do this. We mm-hmm. really love having the, the time and the equipment and the everything to, you know, to be able to create these shows for you and, and to hopefully uh, keep making stuff better uh, for you to enjoy. It means a lot to us and it means a lot that you are willing to throw your support behind us and say, you know what? I like a thing. I'm willing to uh, help support it. Um, that's a really powerful statement for creators to, to receive. Um, So thank you. Um, Again, there are lots of levels at which you can donate. This is the time. This is the drive. If you're going to do it, do it now. MaximumFun.org slash join because you get a present (laughs) or more. (laughs) Or more. Uh, At $5 a month, you get all that great bonus content. Um, I cannot tell you enough how much. I mean, so much good stuff through the years that all the shows have created. um, And you get it all. Mm-hmm. You get access to it all. It's over 200 hours. Please don't listen all at once. That could be a lot. <laughs> what? Eh, I mean, <laughs> take some breaks. Time. <laughs> as long as you're doing other things while you're listening. Drink yeah. water. Yeah. Right. yeah. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Stretching. Have good. a snack. Have a snack. Yeah. You should take breaks for sleeping. Yeah. That's a lot of hours. Mm. Yeah. Um. But that's it. It's the best time to join if you're going to join. Uh, again, at ten dollars a month, you get one of those beautiful enamel pens created by Megan Lincott. You can choose any show you want. Ours is awesome. Check them all out, um, and then there are higher levels from there. But um, anything you can do, it really helps us out. This is the time to 
donate to upgrade your membership if you're in a position to if you want one of those gifts at a higher level and this year you think yeah i can do this and and i want to help out this is the moment uh, maximumfund.org slash join and thank you thank you thank you for everyone thank who you. donates to our shows and, and helps us do the thing we love for you mm. um and thank you to maximum fun for letting us be part be part of this wonderful family um go to maximumfun.org check out all the great shows more details about the drive other all the stuff we've said other you know questions anything you have that you want to look at um check out all the pins yeah yeah they look great and uh you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org you can tweet at us at stillbuff and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change mine this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl i am still buffering and and i am too yeah, now you gotta close the treasure chest. You gotta do it in reverse. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, <laughs> so think it needs lyrics. Well, well, that's your job, Sid. Yeah. Feel so alive. Okay. <laughs> Help us Great survive. Great job, both of you. <laughs> More accurate. Help us to thrive. Max fun drive. We'll keep working on it. Okay. Uh, next, Tegan and Sarah. max fun drives almost here it starts on monday may 3rd ends on may 14th and it's the best time to support the shows you love here are some folks like you sharing what max fun and our shows mean to them most importantly it's meant community and uh yeah just thanks for hanging out making joke them up and making my week a little bit brighter so thanks max fun or Making me a better person and making sure that I'm surrounded by better people. Thanks again for all you do. Love supporting Max Fun and uh, keep it up. Come back Monday, May 3rd for more details from your favorite hosts. We'll have some of the best episodes of the year, special Max Fun Drive thank you gifts, and maybe a few surprises. That's Monday, May 3rd. Until then. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.